1: Hey, everyone, welcome to WebCology <laughs> here on webmasterradio.fm. You have to, pardon us, we had to reset the matrix. <laughs> now that that's done, now that that's done, we can go on with the show. Uh, this is Jim Hederman Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. You're listening to WebCology on webmasterradio.fm on the 3rd of May, for goodness sake, 2018. We have got... Um, this, this, this is one of those shows that that that, that you just know ahead of time it's going to be a total delight to host. Yep. We have Bill Slosky. I mean, just you don't even preamble this guy. We have Bill Slosky on. <laughs> um there might be one or two people out there in the in the digital marketing world who don't know who Bill is. Bill is the patent man. Um Bill's a, uh, uh, well, he's achieved the bar. I don't know if he actually ever beca- actually became a lawyer, but he did achieve the bar in Massachusetts. And um, he knows patents. Dude reads patents. And he reads them well. And he interprets them. And he's been doing that for uh, almost 20 years in the search marketing industry. And we got him for like 40 minutes today here on Webcology.
2: And that's yeah. a cool thing. That is going to be a cool thing but uh but we got news that means basically what we could normally uh banter back and forth about for like 55 minutes we now have you know 15 20 minutes well that's okay that's... we'll just reset the matrix again
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody will notice fine um okay so where do you want to go can, can i can, can i choose where we start because this is so stupid go ahead drive it away okay so um how do i say this um you know how you Google has and, and and Bing has like you know ranking algorithms based on credibility and trust and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And
1: how credibility and trust are really important with like Google and and stuff. I've I've heard things like that. Yeah. So if Google says something, do you actually believe them? Like ha, ha, like like, like honestly, goodness. When Google says that the sky is blue, do you check or do you just take them on their word?
2: I, ironically, I go to Google and I go is the sky blue, and, and then I just trust the result.
1: Yeah, well, more often than not, it's <laughs> overcast when it comes to Google because you can't see what's behind the clouds. Okay, so Google has a quote-unquote mobile-first index, except it doesn't, right?
2: <laughs> I see where you're going, sir.
1: Okay, this drives me crazy. I mean, why can't, they just, why can't they just explain things normally, like normal people would? So now I have to do this whole convoluted stupid thing just to, to, to introduce this to the audience properly. Okay, so Google says they have a mobile-first index, but we all know that they don't because it's all one index that the desktop version of a website and a mobile version of a website are found. And it's just a mobile-first filter on top, running on top of the index, right? Mm-hmm. As far as we know. Because <laughs> I could be making this stuff up too for all of it because Google hasn't been entirely transparent with us. They've sort of used these terms that are like 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 really opaque. Okay, but we always thought. I mean, like like we can agree that they called it the mobile first index because it would index stuff because that stuff was mobile friendly. Like like right?
2: That you know inherent in the name is is that assumption? Yes, but why is that maybe uh, maybe a little more to use your word opaque?
0: That's not right. That's right. <laughs>
1: Jeez, <laughs> because it's not right. That's why. Okay, so
2: we just found out this week,
1: and maybe Bill could explain this because he's a much smarter person than I am. And I know he can explain this to me because he's much smarter than I am. I'm like, clearly, because I can't figure this out why Google would say stuff like this. So, Google, when it brings content into its mobile first index, which isn't actually the mobile first index, it's the same old index it's always been with a mobile uh, filter uh, on top of it. When it brings stuff in, it's not bringing stuff into the mobile first index because of any significant advantage in the, say, mobile environment. It's doing it because the content matches the query. Which is good, because that's exactly what Google's supposed to be doing. Mm For God's sake, can they just say that that's what they're doing and not jazz it up with, like, all this talk about stuff that they're maybe kind of but not really doing? Did I miss something here, Dave? Like, like I, I, when, <clears throat> when, when, when brains were being handed out at the beginning of time, I held the door open for everybody because I'm
2: polite.
3: hmm
1: What am I missing here?
3: Y-
2: nothing. I mean, what <laughs> is, hey, you, you called a spade a spay. I mean, you, you called it right there. What they should have said, they came out, and, and for like two years three years maybe, I, I don't know, you sort of lose track of time, and it kind of blurs, it becomes a little opaque. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you have this mobile first, mobile first, mobile first. Okay, that's that's all well and good, you can say this, but with that name and the way they're wording things, there's a certain assumption about what that means. We go back a, a few months to my sort of panic on, well, what if content is hidden on mobile, not on, you know, and they've clarified since, but if it's hidden on mobile, not on desktop, which one's going to count? Okay, or or links, you know, links different on mobile. Well, how's that going to impact? Okay, they've sort of clarified now, um, you know, what that actually means. And rather than saying mobile first, they should have logically stuck with the same line that they have been using since, I don't know, 1998 and gone, you know what? We take into account what users care about basically meaning we take into account what devices they're searching on and we're going to apply that to the results. right? Like They, they made this big mobile first thing and now what we're finding out is no, what they're doing is they're taking into account uh, device usage and that is important. Um, and I, may know, I know there's nuances that I'm not talking about here but it's not what we thought it was and inherent in the name and what they've said we had a, an expectation for what it was. All of us redid a bunch of stuff and now we're finding out that yeah, we were sort of forced to do what we should have been doing anyway, uh, but maybe for the wrong reasons at the wrong time. And and you know, I, I don't I don't like it. And I don't even really know. We've had our second round of notices coming out. You're being moved, you know, to the mobile first index. Okay, What's now I don't know what that means. Right? <laughs> like I, I moved to an index with a mobile filter. Is really what that what that means? And that's kind of what we thought it we had four years ago. Right. And now, now we're finding out that no, now we're kind of getting it, and I don't really understand the difference and, and, and what the subtleties are. And I guess we're going to find out over time. And you're right, me. We can ask Bill because, you know, he can translate Googleese. If the man can cover and translate patents and make them knowledgeable to the layperson, his odds of understanding this and explaining it to us are, are probably reasonably high.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> on the spot now, Bill. Ah, most excellent, man. No, no, my, I, I honestly, I. I Google's a private company. It can do things any way it wants to do it. and that's totally cool. I like, think I have made so many so much bones off of Google that I got no complaints about Google. It's like honestly to goodness, Google is my <laughs> friend. They've they've done, me, they've done me a career's worth of favor. But like you know our job is to advise clients and clients spend a lot of money following, you know doing stuff to meet the, uh, the, the nature of our advice. Maybe it means hiring two or three more coders at their expense. Maybe mm-hmm. it means putting on putting off a different project that might have been profitable for their company, and that might have you know, made their children's lives better. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But there are so many times that Google have, have had us as SEOs tell our clients to X, Y, Z, and then Google's gone and done like EFG. <laughs> um, totally, something totally completely different. Um, and there might have been a reason they had us telling the clients to do X, Y, Z. But when they make the announcement later that what we told our clients, and we were so earnest and we were so, or we were, we were, we were, it was so important. It was in, we were, we, you know, we put our credibilities on the line behind this information to get them to do it because it was so important. And now we look like jokers. I mean, seriously, it makes me, this really pisses me off. Uh, but th- 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 think of all the work we did for um, uh, uh, Google Plus years back. <laughs> I, 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 I invested like like uh, 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 f- um, probably close to fifty thousand dollars in changing the way they did stuff. You know, like it's, you, you get you get a large publishing company, and that's a huge huge ship to turn around.
2: Oh yeah. How about authorship? Like just to list another thing, right? Like you know, we all did these things because we were told to do these things. I think at this point, and, and you know what? This is where you can you can be glad you have the experience you do. I can be glad I have the experience I do. Notice to the to the to the kids in the audience. I'll say anybody with less than two years' experience, you might not have dealt with this stuff. When Google says something, and you're telling your clients that you need to do this thing reference things like authorship reference things like the very subtle impact of so many things that they said were absolutely crucial for rankings. Um, and, and, you know, and that's where Jim, you or I, and probably a lot of our listeners, people who, who've been through this a few times can sort of save themselves. Cause when you're talking to your client, you're like, they're telling us to, you know, I don't know the weight this is going to have. There's like hundreds upon hundreds of different signals, each one with dozens or hundreds of different flavors and variants in them. So, you know, this is one of them, and they told us about it, so we got to do it. But take into consideration, it may be worth a fraction of a percent. <laughs> so, but you got to do it, right? You still got to do it because Google said so. Absolutely, because if if you if you don't
1: do it and you're wrong for ignoring it, there <laughs> will be hell to pay. Um, <laughs> yes. Has anybody been actually been penalized for not going to HTTPS? We don't know because everyone went HTTPS. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do we know? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> okay, we got time for one more. It's uh, it's about quarter past the hour. We really want to get as much time from Bill in here. Dave, was there anything this week that like seriously grabbed you?
2: Um. One of the ones that I, I just find interesting, there, there's a few things. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to bang off to one of them. just a stat. So that one's, that one's really, really easy. Um over at search engine land, interesting report, um, you know, referenced by Jenny Marvin shopping ads or eating text ads. They're accounting for 60% of clicks on Google and 33% on Bing in Q1. Mm-hmm. If you sell products folks, <laughs> get, get over there um, and, and get into the shopping ads. I, I know I've, I, You know, had had a few clients. I've been trying to like pull in, kicking and screaming into those. There's been some resistance. This data was extremely helpful. So, for (laughs) if you have clients who are resistant, uh, just send them this. Um, And Google has a new ad type targeting users watching YouTube but on TVs, which I think is absolutely. Fantastic. I mean, my, both of the things I'm talking about are, are paid search, um, but I think that's great because it it gives you that ability to know your format a little bit better, right? You can you can absolutely change. You know, I'm I'm staring right now at you know a 52 inch plasma TV or you know whatever I've got plasma, so that's the one I list. Um, you know, I know that the the message that I'm going to be delivering can be very very different um, than the message on say a phone or on a on a desktop. So loved seeing that. Um, and those are the two big stories, at least that I was following on the paid search side, and obviously the mobile debacle that we've been watching <laughs> last week. Um, but you know what? We're after the commercial break. We're gonna we're gonna hound somebody first. We got to talk PageRank with them. But if we have time after that, um, we'll we'll hound them and see um, see what his insights or gut might be telling him on uh, on this issue. Oh gee, you just reminded me. Remember what Google told us about PageRank for all those years? I mean, this is like this. Is my parents in Santa Claus. <laughs> and I'm still pissing
1: at them for that. <laughs> okay it is time for us to take a break I mean this is exciting we're, it's time for us to take a break and when we come back from the grave we're going to magically make Bill Slotsky appear in studios it's, it's really cool how we're going to do this all the way from California to Florida but before we do on behalf of Dave Davis from Talk Internet Marketing this is Jim Andrews on Joy's Media if you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm stick around more coming up after these messages sit tight and don't move webcology will be back after this short break
0: am days 2018 comes to las vegas may 16th and 17th register now at amdays.com make the most of your performance marketing with help from some of the most iconic brands including microsoft capital one uber backcountry and many more AM Days 2018 brings together a powerhouse of industry leaders and deal makers to network and share insights on the latest practices and cutting-edge updates in performance marketing and more. Make plans to be in Las Vegas for a landmark 10th event. AM Days 2018, Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Webmaster Radio listeners can save 20% on two-day and combo passes using promo code WMR20. Register now at amdays.com.
2: Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
1: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital
2: experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it
1: your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com
0: There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Devey.
1: Everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 3rd of May, 2018. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davis from b Internet Marketing. And in studio, we are working feverishly to bring you Bill Slosky, who has been – who we actually we had a connection with him just a second ago, and we're going to have a connection with him again. Uh, Dave, before, before we get Bill on the line, why don't you tee up this story?
2: Um, all right. um we have for 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 listeners um, who are not familiar uh, with the blog slash website SEO by the sea. Um, it, it, it's the top story there, but you should just just, you know, add it to your to your RSS feed. I, I already have, um, and, and basically, it's run by the person who's going to be our guest at Mr. Bill Slosky. Um He covers patents, as Jim mentioned earlier, and the one that we're going to be talking about today is the one that you will find right on the homepage, right at the top. Page rank updated. Um, I, I'm not going to do it the injustice of trying to summarize because I'll be honest, I haven't read the patent and Bill has, um, or, or the updated patent, as as the case is. Um, and you know what? I, I like to read patents. I probably won't read this one because Bill's done the hard work for me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, it's fantastic. It is highly, highly, you know what? I, I'm just going to pass. Can you tell I'm I'm enthusiastic about this one? Um, I, I'm going to pass by highly recommended. I'm going to go if you care about rankings. Um, this is, in my opinion, and you got to understand that some patents matter, some don't, some are implemented, some don't. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this one is a mandatory reading if you want to under- get a get a deeper insight into how PageRank functions and some some recent and, in my opinion, highly likely uh, twists and adjustments to the to the way it's it's being done. And we're seeing it. It's not like this is a patent for something they're doing in the future. We we can see this basically functioning. And uh, we'll we'll hound Bill on um, you know Yahoo patents and and things like that and 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 sort of how they tie together why the logic works and and. In my uh, opinion, why it's likely.
1: As listeners know, PageRank is the uh, the kernel of, of of how Google works. Um, the basic the basic theory of PageRank, and again, this is this is the um, the bare bones explanation. It's it's a little more complicated than this, but um, a link from one site to another constitutes a vote of confidence in uh, from one site to another. Funny, I can see Bill on my screen right now, but I can't actually hear him. Um so as I said, a yeah. uh one link from web, one website to another is essentially a vote of confidence. Um so if Webmaster A linked to uh the content on website B, then Webmaster A is saying there's interesting stuff over at website oh. B. Perhaps you and Google should pay more, should pay attention to it. Um now once seo's learned that you know links were like a vote of confidence so 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 we, we webmasters, we is probably back in like 2003 maybe I did, google's I did just do. becoming super popular and webmasters figure it out or seo's figure it out one link equals one vote which equals like oh my god we got ranking on google and so they spam the living crap out of it bill are you there yet just checking um so they spam the living heck out of it Google starts, um, well, this is back at a time also that readers or uh, some listeners will remember, some won't. Google used to actually publish a little, a toolbar that had a little <laughs> green line in it, it was sort of like a scale of 1 to 10. And this showed what your quote-unquote page rank was, um, how Google viewed and valued the collection of all the incoming links to your website.
2: Right, so it told you basically what you could buy and sell
1: links for. Well, yeah, right? that's, it, that's made, a... <laughs> it made the value of links off of your page. So so say, Dave, say your uh, index page had a page rank of uh, five, and all your internal pages had like a page rank of four, right? Right. It, it showed that right on a, a, a little toolbar. If I went to beanstalkim.com, I would be able to see exactly how Google valued your website, mm-hmm. and you even though you weren't allowed to. A lot, I mean, <laughs> like when I say a lot, I mean a lot of SEOs and webmasters uh, started selling links off of their pages like commodities. Google enabled this by publishing the value of a of page rank of a, of a page. But what always, always hurt my brain was Google was probably the most sophisticated information sorting machine ever devised, like ever. And they're scaling... Websites on a scale of 1 to 10? Like, really? So what Google wouldn't show you was the integers between 1 and 2, 2 and 3, 3 and 4. Um, you know that there is no way they're scaling 1 to 10. That's just too simple. Um, so it was a hell of a lot more complex than Google ever showed us. And we tried to spam the living heck out of it. So what, you, what would you say? Around 2008, 2009? Um, Google started really tightening up how it ranked and valued links, and then we started getting into Google trying to clean up the mess it created itself. And now we're starting entering the the free Penguin era. Um, things there was a, there was, and please correct me if I'm wrong because Penguin was like so traumatic you just forget everything that happened before. But like Google made two or three attempts to clean up link spam, did it not?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, you know, it's that limited, right? Like. You know, there'll like be Google ones Plus, that we didn't a... know, um, and uh, yeah, they they gave it they gave it the college try. <laughs> and, um, you know, the thing was, and and we all know it, and you know, you know it, I, Bill know it. Um, they gave it the college try. It didn't really work. Um, they do seem to have a much better handle on it now. Um, we you think. can talk about what happened to that green bar, um, but I, I I'm going to credit in in a large way. Um, machine learning and, and its capabilities of, of sort of taking their understanding of natural language and semantics and sort of going, okay, now let's actually view things as a whole and get a better understanding for should these pages really link together, right? Well, yeah, and, I mean, and, uh,
1: you, you often hear, um, your S, as an SEO, you'll often be saying this, or you'll hear other SEOs saying, you know, links are cool as long as there's a reason for uh, page A to link to page B or document A to link to document B, Um Bob's hamburger stand should probably not be linking to uh, to Joey's auto shop because there's nothing, there's no similarity between the two products. Right. But but if um you know say I'm I've got a car de- detailing business, well there is a reason to link to the auto shop. Right. That would be a, a beneficial link. Um, the for in Google's eyes, there's a reason somebody would click from the auto shop, click on that link, and go to the car detailing business because it's an auto service. So one does actually help the other. The uh, the burger place, on the other hand, um there's no reason for for that, you know, to exist.
2: No, you you bring up a good point, and I mean, my litmus test in in recent years. Okay, well, I'm not going to go back to my affiliate marketing. <laughs> churn and burn of the, of the early two thousands. Um, but you know, in, in this era and because I have clients whose websites, you know, I can't just burn to the ground and move on. Um, the limit test I ask myself with each one is can I reasonably and realistically expect traffic? If the answer is yes, then and, and you know credit to the to the late Eric Ward, he pretty much stuck with that one the whole way through. Um, but, you know, if you, and that's because he started before Page Rank and when he was actually just trying to build traffic. Um, you know, if you just stick to that, the worst case scenario is you don't get a ranking boost, but you get traffic, relevant traffic, right? So your worst case scenario is you still get a win, right? If you if you follow that, and generally speaking, if you can reasonably expect traffic you can reasonably expect some some search engine love because what more does Google want than to be passing page rank where they're going, ah, it's a logical connection between these two sites. If I can expect traffic, then I can expect page rank because, because it makes sense.
1: Well, I mean, it wants money. <laughs> I mean, you asked but it wants more than to pass page rank. I think they answered that question quite quite clearly, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, valid point. <laughs> but Google Organic, yes, it does it does exist to uh pass page rank and to promote the best possible version of information for, for, for whatever query. Um the I mean the quite that using citations turned out to be the best way to um ascertain uh, 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 what did have the best content. Um that was a phenomenal innovation. Is it still the best way? Do you think? citations? Well, um, I mean, that's, uh, essentially, that's what Google was doing with one link to uh, one link from page A to B as a, as a positive vote, right?
2: Oh, I see, I see. I was, I was sort of misunderstanding. Um, you know, I think the thing is it's gotten too complex, and it's funny, I, I was going to say, it's gotten too complex to put it down to any, any one thing, right? One page has, you know, and, and how does that weight distribute on a specific page, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly. Um, you know, counting one link as one vote, you know, more complex than that, but uh, okay i'll I'll actually dive into it before we have bill on and I can see Brasco a- adding them right now The, the idea uh, in the original page rank formulas was it at its core I'm oversimplifying here, but if you have ten outbound links on a page, each one of those will pass ten percent right like that's that's at its at its at its very very sure. root um and then as Matt Cuts brought up and made us all kind of panic, there's a little bit taken away um so it won't actually be. You know, ten percent, it'll actually be nine percent or or something like that would be would be passed to each one. Oversimplifying because placement on page obviously matters. Um, now the, the the weird complexities ended up coming in there with the idea of, okay, what if I have two links on that page? right? What if I have, right? I mean, and we all started gaming the the heck out of that system. How does anchor text I- impact here? Um, but at the end of the day, the page rank itself, since that's all we're really talking about, like we can look at, a myriad of different elements um, related to a link's value to a site, but circling back to, to what we're, we're pulling Bill on about is really at the end of the day, it comes down to that core formula, right? Like in the original page rank patents, and I'm oversimplifying. We'll Bill give everybody here a, a lesson on what the original page rank patents, I have read them, but not in a while, um, have said. Um, but basically at its core, it's you got 10 links on a page, divides by 10, spreads a little bit to each one. Matt cuts mentioned a little bit stripped off. If anybody's wondering why, it's because if PageRank just kept passing infinitely, it would put every site into an infinite loop, and every site would have infinite PageRank, right? Like it needs to <laughs> diminish over time so that the weakest site doesn't end up surpassing, you know, Wikipedia.com or Wikipedia.org because. You know, it happens to, they all cycled and spun to infinity. Um, so that's that's why they ended up having to diminish. Um, but at its core, that's the core math, and that's why early on, we SEOs ended up shooting ourselves in the foot. You know what, I was an affiliate marketer. I'm part of the problem. I, I freely admit it. We bought and sold links because if I had a page rank six, I could sell it for five, I could rent one out for 500 bucks a month. Right, like that was just, can you tell I know the price I could charge? Because that's what I charge, right? And you could do that. Um, and then Google got smart, burnt a few of my domains to the ground, burnt a few I was buying from to the ground. <laughs> they just toasted us all, and good for them. Because as somebody who has to use a search engine, I am so grateful <laughs> that, that the sites I was building back then don't rank anymore. Um, <laughs> you, you know the sites I'm tired, right? They're Like.
1: Oh, certainly. Um, Cialis and uh, um,
2: natural, hyphen, the, hyphen treatment, hyphen cure, <laughs> whatever it was. Well,
3: um, at, least,
1: at least you weren't one of those like scumbag Columbia Record of the Month guys.
2: Like They were the worst. <laughs> right, I could just ship you the product and then charge you for it. Um, right. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the core of it But what we're going to be talking about today um, And we're just going to go to break here In just a second What we're going to be talking about today And I think we've got Bill finally And we're going to be bringing him back after the break Is the addition of trust Um, And that I think is is a, a big game changer In how we have to think about it
1: Okay we're going to break a little bit early But the earlier re- early we go to break, the early we can get Bill in so, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Engine and Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm it's the uh, almost the ides of May, the 5th, of, the 3rd of May 2018 stick around, back with Bill Soski after these messages <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break.
0: The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition web marketing award winners receive an image plaque certificate of achievement higher visibility for your company valuable feedback from our expert judges and links to your site from the highly ranked web award site visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company site or organization deadline for entries is may 31st 2018 go to www.webaward.org and sign up today
2: St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it,
0: who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at
3: stjude.org.
0: All of your favorite webmasterradio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now, back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to
1: Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 3rd of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from BeatSock, Internet Marketing. And just to prove that Webmaster Radio, in fact, truly is everywhere, we are inside, I swear to God, we are inside Bill Slosky's ear right now.
3: Bill, <laughs> welcome to Webmaster Radio. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, Dave. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Well, we
1: have gone to her clay and lengths to get Bill on this show in the last uh, 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. we've got to give a huge shout-out to Brasco in the studio, who has moved a mountain and drained an ocean to get you on. So, Bill... So glad to have you in the chair there, bro.
3: Did you hear the news from Google last week?
1: Um, which
3: news? They, they said, what did they do this they time? Said just because just because we have a patent doesn't mean we use it. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well hey, did you hear the news from Google like uh, over the last I don't know 3 years, we have a mobile first index and the penguin update is really going to update. We swear, we swear, we swear. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean like seriously how do you know how do you know you know you can tell when Google's not necessarily telling the truth their fingers are moving on the keyboard that's how right i I tweeted that
3: it's like a talent poker I mean <laughs> not of the head of that that maybe the truth isn't necessarily
1: going on well, okay, so. Just because they have a new and improved PageRank patent doesn't mean they're actually using it. But if they were, what would that actually mean? Like, What's what's in this patent?
3: Okay, the patent isn't necessarily a new patent. It's known as continuation patent. So Mm. what they did was they updated the claims in the patent, not the description. The original patent was filed in 2006, and in the description, it, it talks about a seed set of sites they might link from, which includes the New York Times and the Google Directory. It's going to be a while since anything gets linked to from the Google Directory these
0: days. <laughs> 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 that is but, well. You know, we, when it looks we like Bots.
3: When they wrote that in 2006, it was perfectly valid. So they updated the claims to match the process that they might be using. Of course, I have to say they might be using because I can't say they updated the claims to show how they're actually implementing it. Because that would seem realistic. <laughs> uh, so
2: I, I, I'm gonna, i go I know, I know you. You'll be careful, maybe, uh, there, and not put it. I'm gonna put this one in my highly likely, ninety percent plus that some iteration of this, maybe not, you know, exactly as the patents outlining it, um, you know, specifically implementation, but in principle, something very close to this. I'll put it at ninety plus percent. I'll put it at ninety eight plus percent, just because it makes so much sense that it is. Assuming I'm right. What does this patent tell us about the process?
3: It doesn't tell us a lot more about the process in the old version of PageRank, which involves lots of math and uh, uh, probability of of something being linked to by other things. Uh, PageRank used to be a question of how likely it was if you started randomly surfing the web that you would come across a certain page.
2: Mhm.
3: And now it's it's the same thing, except based on something like Trust Rank, which uh, the prosecuting attorney who who uh, uh, questioned Google about this patent interrogated them about how it was different from PageRank, and there's a, a, a public uh, area you can go into and see the docket for a patent by typing in the patent number, and you can see the uh, uh, rejection notices he sent to them and the appeals they filed against them, saying that it's it's different from trust rank because it looks at the distance away from trusted pages to rank pages. Okay. Now I'm wanting
2: to go a direction that gets straight into law. So I'm going to avoid that part.
3: <laughs> uh, because you've
2: <laughs> taken an no, interesting no, 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 path. No no, no,
0: no, he, wrong. he said prosecuting a <laughs>
2: Well, something I need to, to, I wanted to make sure to ask, and he touched on it there. And then I'd like to get into, okay, okay but why is you touched on TrustRank. Now, what our, our listeners right. may not know is TrustRank isn't Google's, it's Yahoo's.
3: Um, trust so rank why, was, what is was, it? Uh, It was a combination effort by Stanford University, who were the original owners of PageRank. Right. Though that doesn't make much difference. Uh, And it wasn't intended to rank pages. It was intended to help get rid of spam. See, now that sounds like a
2: very googly answer, Bill. I'm going to be honest. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's, like a, it's not really meant to
2: punish you, it's just meant to remove you from the index if you're, you know, not doing what we want we're um, <laughs> more
3: likely to promote you as <laughs> a part of a it, it, trust. It's, it's based upon the it's based upon the assumption that good sites link to good sites and that's a fantastic assumption, I mean, you know, okay
2: we'll, we'll get out of paid links and that sort of thing now and why they're all all the publishers are using no index but what why why was it what does trust rank have to do with the new page rank algorithm or page rank patent i was going to say page rank algorithm what does it have to do with what's covered in the page rank patent um and why is there a perceived overlap
3: they're both based upon finding seed sets of sites that are trustworthy okay so, so so, a site like the New York Times is considered trustworthy, according to this patent. So now, assuming that's right, and assuming that
2: you, any reasonably intelligent human being, could sort of figure out what the seed set would be, at least minimum viable. You won't, won't be able to pick them all, but, you know, thinking to yourself, New York Times, probably a good one. If you just started, and I'm, I'm going into here's where... As an SEO, I would start to abuse the heck out of the system. If you started to sort of figure out where the seed sets are, and then just went to sites that were linked to often from them, that would be a good place to start with your link building efforts. Fair. Like have you, indis- have,
3: have you ever spent Have you ever spent time trying to find seed set seed sites? <laughs> yeah. Hell, have you and some how fun the, is some, that? Some some of the best to get links from or .mil sites. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure. Because they only link to highly trustworthy Facebook military pages.
1: Similarly, have you ever tried to get a link off the New York Times? I mean, you almost got to kill someone to get one of those. <laughs> Literally.
3: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I found a, uh, IBM sold a thousand patents to Google in 2011. I wrote about it and I got a link from the New York Times from that.
1: Well, I was going to say, Bill, all you got to do is write an article. You're Bill Slosky, for God's sake. I mean, like, <laughs> they don't link the podcasts, I'm afraid.
2: So what, if anything, can we or, or can we take anything from this in regards to action items? Like, does this tell us anything that we should be looking at specifically while we're trying to either optimize our own websites or optimize or, or, or optimize our link building efforts. Aside from I'm Bill Slosky, I'm going to write some really important content.
3: If Google's taking the time and the effort to update 11 year old patents, we can and and we've seen people like Stone Temple do tests showing us that links still uh, have value. Mm-hmm. We can assume that it's quite possible that something like PageRank is still being used.
1: Oh well, well hold it. Did, did did we ever have a reason to assume that it wasn't being used?
3: There are people who will argue that uh, PageRank has stopped being used now that Google's hidden any signs of it. You know, they got rid just because I can't see bar. the
1: toolbar. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I can't do the toolbar. So it can't, the so the it doesn't
3: Internet exist. Internet Explorer-based toolbar. Mm-hmm.
1: These are clearly not religious people. Um, okay, a few minutes ago, and I've, I've, I've got to come back to this. A few minutes ago, you said the prosecuting attorney said, um, can I have to wonder, why was there <laughs> a prosecuting attorney examining Google's uh, page rate patent?
3: because a patent gets filed by some, an inventor to uh, exclude other companies from using the same process. Sure. And the U.S. government requires that they publish those patents and also requires that a, uh, an attorney uh, prosecute the patent to find if it infringes on other people's patents. Well, that is not as nearly as dramatic as I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Right. There's, there is sometimes uh, testimony by telephone, but no room drama.
1: Yeah. Again, the, the the testimony to get really uh, for for it to be very dramatic is this is really bad, really really bad. <laughs> Emphasize on really. Um. Mm-hmm. So, from looking at this uh, revision of the patent. I, I guess the the, the the first question I want to know is, why would Google be moved to revise a patent 11 years later? Like, Can you see anything obvious that prompted them to take an action?
3: In this particular patent, I tried to uh, go over the uh, claims and how much they differed from the first one to the present one. There's not a lot of difference between them. Okay.
1: Now, there's been, there's been much to do in the SEO you know, community some, about... Some-
3: some patents that get updated like that, their are continuation patents, uh, do point out things in the new versions of claims that are different. Like there was one that dealt with uh, identifying place names and knowledge bases that's, that used the word geographic coordinates like two dozen times. Uh, there was another one on links that used the word anchor text uh, maybe 40 more times than it did in the old claims. Okay, so sometimes something. that sometimes, would put
1: your ears
3: up. Yeah. There are things um, that make a difference. This one, there wasn't a lot. the The most important thing was the fact that they did bother to update it, I think.
1: Might Google have faced any jeopardy? Might they have lost access to a technique or something covered in the patent had they not updated it?
3: Good question. The original PageRank expired last year. Ah. Uh. They had an exclusive license to use PageRank based upon the original PageRank patent. So this updated patent, there there are a couple of updated PageRank patents that uh, probably applied. There was one called the Reasonable Surfer patent, I wrote that. Mm
1: -hmm. I've yet to meet him. Which (laughs)
3: was by Jeff Dean and a few other people that that told us something like uh, how how visually stimulating a link might be, might determine how much weight it's given. So what they're saying about no. porn links being bad <laughs> isn't
1: necessarily true. One of us <laughs> had to go there.
3: <laughs> no, no, they 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 were talking about the size of links and the font and the style, but they weren't talking about. Uh, and they they may have even been talking about the content of the links. Uh, if a link has anchor text, is relevant to the uh, page it's pointing to that may mean, uh, it gets more page rank passed along than it doesn't. That's what that patent did say, but hey, that one. There, um, oh, I'm sorry. But is there, is there anything from the,
1: uh, from the most recent patent, the update that uh, SEOs need to be aware of that, uh, might change the game for
3: them? I think just knowing that it's likely that page rank still happens and, uh, continue to try to get uh, links from highly trusted quality sources
1: as, as you said a few moments ago stone temple's been doing ha, has stopped doing research on the value of links and they've consistently found that links make a difference yeah um, I'm not going am that maybe I live in this weird little bubble but I'm totally surprised to, to, to um, I don't participate in a lot of forums I'm totally surprised to, 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 to find out that there was a School of thought in SEO that said page rank was basically dead or not being used anymore. Like, that blows me away. That's that's the kernel. We
3: we do see some statements from some people at places like Google that say links, uh, pages rank without links.
1: Well, pages can rank without links, absolutely, but they rank better with links.
2: Yeah, and a, and a brand new unlinked page on Wikipedia can still rank. I think that might be what they mean. <laughs> well,
1: certainly. I mean, every, uh, brand every, every new un... has different conditions around it.
3: Right, but a Wikipedia page has internal page rank from the Wikipedia site. So that is, is true. It's contrary
2: to what John was saying about domain authority not existing, I guess it's not domain authority; it's just internal page rank. But um, you know,
3: Google mm-hmm. has never quite had something that they would refer to as domain authority.
2: Right.
0: There's just things in their
2: algorithm that look and act like it. Um.
1: <laughs> we okay, guys. I look. I'm so sorry about this. This is a great conversation. We got to carry it on like further, but we're going to get the book any second now. I'm sorry, no, no. We that uh, we have we have a hard, we have a show coming up at, at the top of the hour. We have a hard stop on this show. There's nothing we can do for it. I'm so sorry. Bill, can we invite you back? Um oh we actually <laughs> oh my God. I sounded so serious there for a second too, but it's with most SEO, it really depends. Um we got we got a couple more minutes. We got a couple more minutes here. So I'm sorry to have interrupted you
0: guys. All right. Darn Thanks, Roscoe.
2: <laughs> um all right so i mean we, we, we we've covered this a lot and hopefully our, our listeners have got some stuff. bill what like this is not the only patent you've read recently and you know what even outside of patents this isn't the only thing that you've analyzed recently what else should we be paying attention to like we've covered this other stuff's going on what are the, the hot topics you're watching right now that, that would impact um organic seos
3: Okay, one of the things I uh, read recently that wasn't a patent was a paper from 2014 called Viperpedia, which tells us that Google may be looking at query streams around different topics to know what type of information to try to extract from the web on those topics so that it can build ontologies about the topics. Uh, this sense. way it knows more when it, when it tries to answer a more uh, semantic type question like uh, which movie did Christian uh, Slater uh, have a baboon heart oh, it wasn't pop up the volume
1: I...
2: as soon as you say Christian Slater that's what I had to think yeah,
1: of but... like Christian Slater as a baboon we, we all know we have, all of them that's the right answer isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um, i think it
3: was i think it was called untamed heart
1: oh but of course okay
3: that I, I could be wrong I could be wrong uh, no I, I didn't get it did.
2: jotted down and i so i i'm, I'm going to make you repeat it what is the name of this paper
3: hyperpedia perfect okay and for I'm going to be
2: reading it, <laughs>
3: so,
2: <laughs> so I would obviously recommend you would because it sounds fascinating, and, you know, this is going to go into one of those other ones, and, and, Bill, you obviously agree because you brought it up as, as the first point uh, right. is this is clearly something that's going to matter, not just for understanding what people are searching but what sort of content, you know, obviously Google is looking for to satisfy global intents from a from a more generalized query. Well, at least that's my interpretation. I right. go, okay, we so find out. Google
3: is outsourcing information about uh, topics by looking at the questions people ask related to those topics right so i
2: ran a search on google i went to a site i came back my next query was what okay
3: um yeah. now sometimes that- sometimes they're related sometimes they're not but when they are they're they're compiling all the information it's useful data now uh, assuming let's let's
2: assume for a second and it's funny because i just wrote an article on this very subject uh, yesterday on search engine land so I, i'm obviously really curious about this and really want that white paper. So what would you say, assuming that, okay, let's say Google sees that I've put in blue widgets and and then I've I've clicked through and then I've come back and I've entered the query uh, blue widgets, you know, Colorado, right? Like whatever. Um, If I was the first site and I had a Blue Widgets page, and more information either on that page or another supplemental page on Blue Widgets in Colorado, would you say my likelihood would increase? Over time, once Google understands that this is the average user path, I would assume that that is a ranking signal. If I have both of these pieces of content, my likelihood of satisfying the user intent is higher, I should rank higher. Is is that a fair assessment? You're asking if the query log
3: information is something that maybe they'll learn from to rank pages. Exactly. I th- think in terms of personalized results, that, that is true. In terms of results that all people see, we can't necessarily say that for certain. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, <gasps> there, may be, there, there may be a threshold of searches, uh, That once it gets reached, maybe it does happen. That could influence rankings.
2: Right. We know 80% of people are also looking for this. So,
3: The list of refinements at the bottom of a set of search results? Yes, certainly.
1: Certainly. Um, Dude, off the top of your head, do you know how much they affect people's choices now?
3: Do I know how much what?
1: How much those suggestions will affect people's choices now, just off the top of your head.
3: No, but I do know that a patent came out last year where one of the uh, patent inventors who who uh, does a lot on quality uh, and authority, a guy named Tristan Upstill,
1: mm-hmm.
3: he, he was one of the inventors on this one. And what he was saying is if we return a set of search results for a query and there are no uh, results that we consider authoritative, we might do a second set, a second search, on one of the query refinements until we do find an authoritative result and show that one at the top of the search results. So they're focusing more on authority, That's and they may be I'm, using query refinements to do it. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm sorry, as you were saying that, I'm trying to. I was just trying to figure out how one would actually experiment to see Google doing that in action. Um, but I'm afraid that's something we're gonna have to talk about at another time because we are full time now. That's it, we're done. Um, <laughs> okay, Bill, we'll, we do want you coming on uh another time, and I promise we'll 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 find a way to make the process easier um for, for all of us. Um, Bill Slosky from SEO About the Sea, thank you so much for spending time with us on Webcology today. Um, oh, Fred, thank you. That was that. Friends was Bill Slosky from SEO by the Sea, a blog that you want to check out uh, daily or w- at least weekly. Ping that, ping that, ping that website every week. See if uh, Bill's got a new piece up there. Nobody has written more on patents than, uh, than Bill Slosky has over, over the course of his career. Friends, you've been listening to Webcology here on Webmaster Radio FM. It's the third of May, twenty eighteen. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And Dave Davies from BeatSock Internet Marketing. Stick around Webmaster Radio. There's more great content coming up after the news. Stay safe. We're back next week. <laughs>